Welcome to the Weight Loss for South Asian Women Professionals podcast. I'm your host, certified life and weight loss coach and physician, Dr. Amruti Chowdhury, MBBS. I lost over 92 pounds using the mind management tools I teach. In this podcast, you will learn how to lose weight for the last time by taking control of your mind. Once you deal with the mental weight, the physical weight will be much easier to release. If you're ready for a fresh new perspective on weight loss, you're in the right place. Hello ladies and welcome to episode 24. So today we're going to be talking about people pleasing in weight loss. But before that, I'm going to update you as I always do. So as I record this, I am just going to be going off on five days of not working for Diwali. So I'm super excited about that. Diwali for me is the time for reflection and gratitude for everything that is amazing in my life and just reflecting on all the abundance of my life. So that's what I'm going to be doing over the next few days. Really excited because I've got a lot of family events planned and Rick and I are off for the next two days just in preparation as well. So it's just going to be really lovely to have all of that family time and be able to take a rest from all the work that I have been doing recently and just replenishing my mind so that when I come back after the five days break, I am able to provide you with even more amazing content and encourage you to really take a rest for yourselves as well. So today we are going to be talking about people pleasing. So this is a very common thing and let's define it first and then we'll go into potential ways it may show up for you. So one definition that I found on Google was people pleasing is the emotional need to please others often at the expense of your own needs and desires. So this is exactly it. When you are wanting to please others but at the expense of your own needs and desires. So it may show up for you saying things like, they'll be offended if I don't eat it. I had one of my clients who was at a restaurant and she was with the host of the party and she went to the buffet line and said, I have to eat it because otherwise she would be offended. Another client was going home for Diwali and usually lives quite far away from her mum and really enjoys her mum's cooking and she's always been the foodie of the family. So she needed help because she was saying, I can't say no to mum because then I'll feel guilty that I'm not eating her food and that she'll be upset. So this is an example of people pleasing in weight loss. So what is it? If it's that emotional need to please others, the most important bit is that it's okay to do nice things for others, but when it's at the expense of your own needs and desires, then that's when it becomes people pleasing. That's when it becomes detrimental. And it used to show up for me so often. It still does actually. It's something that I'm still working on because prior to this been a lifelong people pleaser. I would please others at the expense of myself. So how this used to show up for me a lot was that when I was practicing as a GP or as a doctor for the 10 years of practice that I did, I used to people please my patients at work and it wasn't just that I was doing a good job, I was doing way more than I would normally be expected to do. I was spending longer with them, I was giving them amazing value and that would be fine if that wasn't at my own expense 
But the way I was doing it, I was always the doctor who was running at least an hour late and I was doing it at my own expense. Because then when I was running late, I was constantly feeling pressured because then I had an afternoon clinic that I had to do and I had home visits and I had all my paperwork that I had to do. And so I would then be annoyed at myself for not planning my time better. So because I was people pleasing my patients and my colleagues at work, I was then the one missing out. So it was at my own expense. And that's where people pleasing comes in, right? Why were we people pleasing? If you're a people pleaser or if you sometimes people please, what is the reason that you're people pleasing? Another reason it would show up for me was because I didn't approve of myself. And so I was using other people's approval of me to allow me to approve of myself. This would show up as me wanting to please my parents and do things that I didn't really want to do because I knew that it would please them please my mother-in-law because I thought that she would be pleased if I did X, Y, and Z. Please my husband because I thought that if I did X, Y, and Z, then he would be happy. But when I was doing all of these things at my own expense, so not wanting to, the way I showed up was that I felt like I was trying to please them and then they weren't happy. So I would then end up feeling resentful. I'm doing so much. Why are they not happy? When this happens, what tends to show up is that we may be feeling distant from the people because we have that story in our brains that we're trying to please them and they're still not happy. And the truth is, we can't actually please anyone else. When we're thinking of the self-coaching model, what we do or say goes in someone else's fact line and that does not make them feel a certain way. It's what they choose to think about what we're doing and saying. That's what's going to make them feel a certain way. So if I said or did something, that's not going to make my husband feel happy. It's what he chooses to think about what I'm doing or saying. So say I decided to do the dishes because Rick was working late. If I had the thought that I'm doing this and he should be happy about it, then that's trying to people please him, right? Whereas when I'm doing it because I'm thinking, well, actually, I'm doing it because I choose to do it and I want to do the dishes so that the kitchen is clean. That's a bit different because I'm not expecting him to approve of me because my reasons are different. So if I did do the dishes, that goes in Rick's circumstance line of the model. It's a fact. And he can either choose to think, oh, that's nice of her and feel happy. Or he can choose to think, why does she have to do that? I was going to do it later, which makes him feel annoyed. So it's not what I'm doing or saying that makes him feel a certain way. It's his thinking about it that will determine how he feels. So if we use that same principle, I can't please him. Anything I do, I don't have that power to please him. The only thing that's going to please him is his thinking about what I've done. So when I understood that, it dropped all of that pressure that I'd been putting on myself to do something that someone else would approve of. This will take a lot of practice. You reminding yourself again and again that you're worthy just as you are, that you approve of yourself just as you are, that I don't need someone else to approve of me for me to approve of myself. And this may mean that you are okay with people not agreeing with everything that you do or everything that you say. And when we realize that we can't actually people please others, there's no way of people pleasing someone else, then it can give us that freedom. And when I was able to learn this, 
and I was able to prove it to myself again and again and again, it allowed me to learn how to do things because I chose to do them, not because I was seeking someone else's approval. So then I started being okay with my husband not agreeing with everything that I chose to do and being okay with that because we're human. We're going to have different opinions on things and that doesn't have to be a problem. So for you, how can you look for evidence to prove that true, that you can't please others and the only person who can please others is themselves because of their thinking? So I want you to look for evidence for that. Initially, I struggled with a relationship because I had the view of how I should be in that relationship. So for example, my relationship with my parents, how should I be as a daughter? My relationship with my husband, because I had that perfectionistic view of how I should be as a wife. My relationship with my in-laws, how I should be as a daughter-in-law. And when I had that very perfectionistic view of these things, whenever I didn't meet that view of how I thought I should be, then I would end up beating myself up and I would try to people please these people in my relationships and I'd then end up resenting doing the things I was doing. Whereas it wasn't the other person's fault at all. It was only because I had set this very high expectation of myself that I had to meet and if I didn't meet it, then I would beat myself up. And instead of then taking responsibility, what I found myself doing was resenting and blaming the other person. But actually, it wasn't the other person's fault at all. It was just because I was annoyed at myself for not living up to these very high expectations. And I was very miserable because I was trying so hard to people please the other person and they were not pleased. So during my coaching relationship, I made a decision that I didn't need anyone else to approve of me. And that that approval that I was seeking from other people, I would start approving of myself. And this changed everything for me. This allowed me to actively work on how could I approve of myself? How could I already tell myself that I'm an amazing mum? How could I already tell myself that I am a loving and caring wife? How could I tell myself that I am doing my best best as a daughter and daughter-in-law and that I'm doing a damn good job at it? How could I tell myself that I'm an amazing coach and every day I'm helping my clients and my future clients create long-lasting weight loss by managing their minds? How can I remind myself of that? How can I start approving of myself? And when I started working on this, I made that choice of every time my brain, my primitive brain offering me the habit thoughts that it is used to thinking like I'm not good enough or I'm not doing enough as a mum or as a coach or as a wife or for myself, whenever it reminded me of those unuseful thoughts, those thoughts that just weren't going to help me get to where I wanted to go, then I made the active choice of redirecting my brain to something more useful. So I decided to have my own back in any situation. I decided to build myself up and expect it to be hard because I was learning how to create new neural pathways in my brain where it came automatically that I would approve of myself. And I had to constantly sell myself on why it was okay that it was going to be hard and that I could do hard things. So how could you use that same concept to stop your people-pleasing behaviours and start approving of yourself. 
This may be a foreign concept to you because you may not even know that you are people pleasing. But remember that definition is when you are doing something to please someone else and when you are not pleasing yourself. So you are not respecting your own true wishes and desires and you're doing it at the expense of you. So decide in your life that you are now no longer going to be doing that and take action to redirect your brain every time those thoughts come up. Now, there was another amazing concept that I came up with in my self-coaching sessions a few weeks ago, and I wanted to share it with you because if you identify yourself as a people pleaser, you can actually use that in a way that will benefit you. And that is learning how to people please that future self of yours. So if you do think that you are someone who does people please, so like me, a lifelong people pleaser, how can I get to work to people please my future self? How can I become that future self when I'm trying to please her? How that may show up is how can I do something for my future self that may be uncomfortable for me in the moment, but I will reap all the benefits of when I'm doing it. For example, sticking to a food protocol. I may feel very uncomfortable in the moment doing that, but I know that that is going to please that future self of mine. I know that my future self is going to thank me and say, Pastor Amrithi, well done for doing what you did. I'm so glad you went through that discomfort of doing it so that I can reap the benefits now. Thank you so much for doing that for me. When you're pleasing your future self, It's okay that it doesn't feel good in the moment. But when you are willing to feel that discomfort in the moment, what you're doing is you're allowing yourself to become that future version of yourself. And it's allowing you to challenge yourself in the moment so that you can gain the skills of becoming that future version of you. Another way it may show up is doing something that you have never done before and being okay with that. It's normally very scary to do something that you haven't done before because we've got that primitive brain. We've got that primitive brain that wants us to seek pleasure, avoid pain and stay how we are. So it will always offer thoughts of don't do that. It's dangerous. It's going to threaten your survival. So it's about identifying that that is going to happen and being okay with that and still taking action even if it feels scary and even if it feels very uncomfortable to do. Knowing that that discomfort is what's going to get you to please that future self of yours. It's going to set your future self up for success. It's going to allow her to be able to follow through with what she had planned. Now, a small example of that is when I'm putting out my exercise clothes for the next day. So I like to exercise first thing in the morning because it really gives me a lot of energy and sets me up for the day. I'm not exercising for weight loss, but I'm exercising for my emotional and my physical health. And a lot of the times in the morning, especially in winter, I don't want to get up in the cold and exercise. It is one of the last things that I want to do, especially when I started forming that habit. And what I would do is think, how can I set myself up for success tomorrow? What could I do that would allow my self, my current self, to please that future self of mine? How could I show up in a way that I was already becoming her? So what I would do is I would put my exercise clothes out and have my trainers ready and have my water bottle and everything filled and I'd have my exercise towel all ready there. So 
then all I had to do was just take that first step. That first step of getting up and putting on my exercise clothes. That first step of just putting on my trainers. And when I could convince myself that all I had to do was that first step, it made it much easier because I had set myself up for success. That past self of mine had thought about my future self and had set her up so that I didn't have to make as many decisions in the moment because remember, when I'm making those decisions in the moment, I'm using that primitive brain of mine, that one that wants me to seek pleasure, avoid pain and stay how I am. So if I was making the decisions in the moment, I would be more likely to think of exercise as painful and not want to do it. So when I have done as much beforehand, using that people pleasing my future self mentality, then I'm able to achieve so, so much more. So what I want you to do is if you are identifying yourself as a people pleaser, how can you use that for your benefit? How can you start people pleasing that future self of yours so you're setting her up for success so that you're anticipating what obstacles could come up and solving them ahead of time and doing the uncomfortable thing in the moment to reap the benefits of comfort in the long term by doing that hard thing and challenging yourself so that you can evolve into the person you want to be. You can evolve into that future self right now. You can start pleasing that future self of yours right now and enable yourself to become her. I hope you found this useful. If you did, then please share it with someone who would benefit from this. You can send them a copy of the podcast and ask them to subscribe. They will get free weekly motivation from me. And I know that it's helping you because you're listening. So please share it with someone you think it could help as well. Okay, amazing ladies. I will see you again next week. Take care. Bye-bye. For more free resources, And for information on how to work with me, visit www.amruticoaching.com.